Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. So the Oilers end their three-game losing streak. They improve to 6-12-1 with a 5-0 victory over the Washington Capitals this afternoon. Stuart Skinner, a 25-save shutout. Connor McDavid with four assists. Whenever you give us a buzz at 780-496-0063, you're using the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline Excitement Bet on it. It's the same number to text the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Ave. Open Monday to Saturday. Well, I am pleased to welcome to Oilers Now. He's our Oilers Now headliner, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W. I-L-H-A-U-K today. He is one of the greatest players in the history of the U of A Golden Bears hockey team and a former teammate of now Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch. We welcome Russ Houston to the show. Russ, it's Reed. How are you doing? Good, Reed. How are you? I am uh, doing very well. Thanks a lot for doing this. Uh, I I know I think I got you just before you're going to take in a hockey game tonight, right? Yeah, we're out in Spruce Grove. My boy plays for the Calgary Canucks, so going to an AJHL game in Spruce Grove tonight. So. Okay, and what has your journey been like uh, as a hockey parent? Were you a calm parent? Were you coaching? Were you screaming in the stands? What have you been like? <laughs> I'll describe myself as calm, but everybody else in the rink might not describe me the same way. I'm not sure. Um, it's I got two older boys, 23 and 18, and coached them all the way growing up. Um, and actually, have a six-year-old right now, so I'm getting back into the coaching game. So, um, I, pretty patient. There's obviously um, some yelling and getting excited at times, but I can confidently say that I haven't been kicked out of a game in an awful, awful long time as a coach. So, <laughs> I, I may have seen you been kicked out as a player when I was uh, covering uh, senior AAA hockey, but we'll talk about that later on. Uh- <laughs> But anyway, uh, thanks for doing this, Russ. I, I know I got in touch with you uh, yesterday. I know it was a bit out of the blue, but, you know, Bob and I talk about you sometimes. And just what's it like for you to see someone you played youth sports hockey with uh, at the U of A get named head coach of the Oilers? 
Uh, it's probably a little bit surreal for a few of us. It's kind of been funny the, the couple weeks since Chris has been in place. It's kind of reconnected a few of us, like Ryan Wade I was texting with yesterday, Ryan Marsh this afternoon, um, Kevin Marsh this afternoon. I'm just talking about Chris, and it is a little bit surreal for all of us. Um, I actually touched base with Chris yesterday while they were on the road and just checked in with him and make sure he's doing okay. Um, but super proud of the guy. He was a really good teammate and friend a long time ago, and uh, we always knew he was going to get this job eventually. And um, to come into Edmonton now, it's uh, it's real proud to be his teammate and friend and uh, wish him all the best. I don't know if you're thinking about this type of stuff when when you're playing with a guy, but did, did he have a coach's mind or anything you saw in him that you thought he might be a good coach after he quit playing? I, I think you do think about it a little bit, Reed. There's always guys that are a little more cerebral. They kind of tend to keep their cool, um, don't overreact, aren't crazy emotional. And Chris was kind of that guy when you played with him. Um, he was intense and he was physical and he was definitely competitive. Um, but you didn't often see him lose his cool or put himself before the team. And I think those are the guys that you can see um, continuing on with the game, whether it's in a coaching perspective, scouting, management. Um, that tends to be the guys that tend to move on and be successful. And you can kind of see that. And I, we did stay in touch um, after he left and when he was in, out in Kootenai. And um, I was actually coaching with the Bears for a couple of years. We talked quite a bit during that time. And um, you could definitely see early on he was passionate about coaching from his time in PA to Kootenai and then heading out to Erie. So um, not surprised that he's been successful. He's super dedicated, uh, really smart guy, uh, very cerebral, good communicator with the players, so I, you knew he was going to be successful. The the day after uh, he was, uh, I think it was his second media availability, he was asked about, you know, the influences in his life and his coaching journey, and he, and he got emotional, as you might expect, talking about his wife and his family, and then he mentioned Rob Dom, who you guys had uh, at the U of A Golden Bears. I mean, you guys had great seasons, uh, went to nationals, won nationals, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm assuming a lot of people off those teams would would cite Rob as an influence. Yeah, I think all of us do. Um, Rob was a very, very intelligent coach. Um, played for a lot of guys over the years, and I think um, Rob's in-game preparation, his in-game changes that he would make, um, the adjustments that we would make, I don't think there was a team that was better prepared in the country um, than we were during my five years underneath them, and I think a huge part of why we were successful um, I think he was um, probably similar to Chris in preparation and detail orientated. And I think we all took some of that. I know in my coaching of minor hockey and um, my time at U of A and Nate coaching there, I think lots of what Rob um, ingrained in us, um, our practices were intense. Um, I would say that during our time there, why we were successful is honestly our practices were harder than any game we ever played. And I think that that made us successful when we stepped onto the big stage, whether it was Nationals or Canada West Finals. And um, a lot of that was ingrained in all of us, is that you come to practice every day. We had very good squads, and um, there were lots of times there were guys that were healthy scratch that were very, very good players. So practices were um, very competitive and Rob ingrained um, details mattered every single day and I, I think Chris is probably just like the rest of us we took lots of that moving forward I, I wonder Russ now that it's uh, you know about 20 years removed from you playing at the U of A how you reflect on that time of your life and, and I mean you're going to school you're playing hockey and plus you're in a program and I off, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to interview a lot of current players and you know what it was like, like you don't come to the U of A 
to finish third in Canada West. You don't come to improve on last year's, like the expectations, the national championship, right? Like how, how do you look back on, and then you won it a couple times, obviously, but how do you look back on that time in your life and, and those expectations that was on the team? I think it's just what you expect. You walk through the door day one and there's really only one goal and that's winning a national title. Um, I was fortunate enough to win two, uh, but I can tell you to this day what bugs us the most is my fifth year, which was Chris's second year. Um, We were the best team in the country all year and we choked at nationals, plain and simple. And that bugs me more than anything. So um, that's the expectation. And when you walk in that room and that rink and it's still the same today, you see all the banners, that's that's the standard. Um, Maybe it's unfair, it's a one-game tournament, but the standard's been set by Claire Drake and Billy Moores and Rob Dom and the generations before my time and continued on now with Herbie there. And um, that's the expectation. And I, um, it's a great place. The the alumni, the support, we're all still in touch. Um, I I played a lot of hockey, but I can't tell you how special the University of Alberta is in those relationships that we have built from that time there. Um, and I think everybody that's played there over the last 50, 60 years would say the same thing. Yeah, well said. Russ Houston joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Russ, I, I got to go down the uh, Allen Cup senior AAA path with you because I, I worked in Lloydminster from 2000 to 2007. Uh, I covered a couple Allen Cups in person. Uh, and, and some of my most memorable games are the, uh, the you, I think you guys were originally called the Minnesotan Islanders, and then they changed it to the Midwest Islanders. Uh, you guys had some absolute battles with the Border Kings to, to win the Saskatchewan title, and then both teams uh, were at that uh, Theo Fleury uh, Horse Lake uh, Allen Cup in 05 that was eventually won by, by Thunder Bay. Um, how, how did you enjoy that level of like I, I loved covering those those series, especially as it got later into the season. How, what did you like most about playing at that level and going after the Allen Cup? Uh, it was fun, Reed. It was uh, kind of unique. Um, our team had been a stick one, and then we moved to Paradise Hill after a couple of years. Um, we had basically ten or fifteen of us from up in the Camrose Edmonton area. Lots of ex Bears. Uh, Serge Lajoie was there with us. Um, Kelly McLean was out there. Uh, we had a lot of guys, and then we had some guys like Blair Atchinum, uh, Craig Hayden came out of Saskatoon. Um, the funny thing is, as good as our teams were, I think in three years I spent out there, I think we practiced three times. Um, oh, just due, due to guys coming from opposite areas of the world, and um, like often we wouldn't get a practice in until we maybe went to Manitoba to play Ilda Shane, or we got to Nationals and had a day before to practice. So uh, Blaine Gustall coached us during that time, but we had some really good teams and some really good battles with Lloyd, and uh, some great battles um, across the country. Um, the Allen Cup was great. We were there a couple of years. Super disappointed that year in Lloyd. I think uh, a good friend of mine, Ryan Marsh, was actually playing in Horse Lake with Theo at that time, and I think we were hoping that it would have been us against Horse Lake in the final, and we both couldn't get out of the semis. So, yeah. um, But but it, it's honestly, it's really good hockey read still. Like at that time, there were still lots of great guys playing at that level. Um, you just don't have the time to put into lots of practice and prep, but um, the games at the top level, once you got into playoffs and provincials and to nationals, man, there was, there was some really good hockey still. Yeah, I, I loved covering that, and uh, I know you guys were the runner-ups in 04. I'm just uh, double checking that losing to the St. George Garaga 
And if people yeah. are wondering, yes, they were sponsored by a garage door company. That's <laughs> That's why they were called the uh, the Garaga. Okay, uh, Russ, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to catch up and and reflect and uh, give some perspective on Chris Knobloch now coaching the Edmonton Oilers. I know you probably got to find your seat for your son's game. Thanks a lot for doing this. I hope we can talk again soon. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks a lot, Reed, and uh, best of luck, and uh, have a good night. Right on. That is Russ Houston checking in, uh, former U of A Golden Bear. And uh, as he was telling you, played some senior uh, AAA hockey as well and a uh, line mate and teammate of Chris Knobloch for a couple of years with the U of A Golden Bears. Enjoy his perspective, and I think you can tell that uh, he and uh, a lot of the U of A alum are, are proud to see Chris coaching the Oilers, and he coached them to a 5 nothing win over the Capitals this afternoon. Hey, it's the start of Black Friday at Brent Ridge Ford on now until November 28th. What does that mean? Well, Oilers Now listeners get discounts of up to $12,500 on F-150s. Plus, they still get the quality service that has earned Brent Ridge the Ford President's Award for customer satisfaction the last nine years in a row. If you want to be treated fairly during your purchase and receive top-shelf service after, call our friends Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at 780-352-6048. And remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. All right. We will uh, visit with Dave Campbell. He's going to be uh, producing or uh, well, he's producing it, and he's hosting Inside Sports. Uh, so I'm going to get out of here at 7. Dave's going to pop in next. Oilers won 5 nothing earlier. It's Oilers now on 6.30 Chet. Trying to get away from Obey Cabell. He'll center it. Oh, the save. Rebound. Scores! Evander Kane got his own rebound. Well, Evander Kane had the Oilers fired up just like they do at Conlon Motorsports. They'll help get you out there. Visit one of Conlon Motorsports' four locations across Alberta or online at conlonmotorsports.ca. Kane gets the game winner today. First goal of the game as the Oilers beat the Capitals 5-zip. And, hey, if uh, you're hungry on a Friday night, well, actually any night, you can get some Royal Pizza, their pizza, pasta, and so much more. Get a $10 bonus for every $50 gift card purchased until December 31st. Visit royalpizza.ca. Hi, Dave. Hello, Reed. Dave Campbell's here. He's going to do Inside Sports uh, from 7 to 8 tonight. What's going on, man? That was an impressive performance. Um, you know, if I was to theme this as a movie, um, you remember Austin Powers too? Gold Was that gold member? Uh, no, that was the spy who... Uh, oh, the spy. We can say shag. Shagged me. Okay, I wasn't sure. Sammy Hager has a song. It's just called Shag. Okay. All right. <laughs> but remember when Dr. Evil said, I'm going to go back in time and steal Austin Powers' mojo? <laughs> Maybe that's what happened with the Oilers. Is Dr. Evil or someone of that ilk went back in time? Maybe it was around the Vegas series. I don't know. And stole the Oilers' mojo. Maybe. Maybe they're getting it back. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Well, they're only, it's only one win in a row. Yes. Like, the, yeah, I mean, we've, uh, we thought when they won the Heritage Classic, oh, they've turned it around. We thought when they won three in a row a week and a half ago or whenever it was, they, they'd turned it around. So I'm going to try to look on the bright side. They've won four of their last seven. Uh, if they beat Anaheim... They'll win five of eight, which is about the pace they'll need to play the rest yep. of the year. So you just hope they uh, something's clicked a little bit here and they, they feel a little bit better about coming to the rink. 
Derek Scott's down the hallway in the control room. Casey, Derek, for fun, so combining what I often do on Inside Sports, I had an off-topic topic. Text in uh, your uh, catchy newspaper headline for this game, and you'll pick a couple that you liked, and we'll give out some Inside Sports canned ham T-shirts provided by Elite Promotional Marketing. Uh, now, sometimes nobody takes part in the off-topic topics. <laughs> I'm used to things completely falling flat, not just in broadcasting, but in my life. <laughs> but sometimes you get a funny one or two. What, what do we have? Anything? All right, well, so far, we, this one comes from Newfie Mickey. He says, Oilers grease the caps. That's one. Ooh, okay. uh, Trent says, caps show up like dry turkey and Oilers open up a can <laughs> of ham. <laughs> Say that one again. <laughs> so this one's from Trent. Caps show up like dry turkey and Oilers open a can of ham. Okay, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's I good. like that one. Yeah. Uh, newspaper headline, Edmonton ends skid. Victory in Washington has them giving thanks that OV chicken looked more like OV turkey. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Those are all pretty good. <laughs> and this is the last one. Oilers skin capitals on Black Friday in U.S. Capitol. If I cannot win a Can-Ham t-shirt, then I'm going to buy one from Elite Promo Marketing. Uh, I, well, they don't sell them. I believe they're all downstairs in a storage yeah. room. They're locked up quite securely. So people, <laughs> give all four of those people a shirt. Done. I, I, I thought somebody was going to be uh, Oilers commit capital punishment. Oh, that's Washington. a good one. It Oilers, was right there. Oilers. Oilers dish out capital punishment, Mr. Bond. Something like that. <laughs> well, you can have a shirt too, Reed. Oh, I have a shirt. Thank oh, okay. you, though, Derek. You're welcome. I, do, I do have, I, and occasually I wear my own merch. <laughs> exactly. Public, just to work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for tonight. Okay, yeah, make sure those people get shirts if they want them. We're Done. not going to force shirts on people. <laughs> okay. Pick a shirt I now. Uh, yeah, I know some people probably do not want a shirt with a drawing of my face on a canned ham on it. Pick it. <laughs> Rep Reeves and just, Cam Hams. It's like in Dark Man. Just take the elephant. Remember? <laughs> There's another word in there. That's uh, a movie, kids. Dark Man. Check it out. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, directed by Sam Raimi, who uh, Evil Evil Dead, uh, the Spider Man Spider Man movies. Uh, he did the latest Doctor Strange movie. He did a lot of good movies. A Simple Plan wasn't that him with Billy Bob? I think so. About 15, 20 yeah. years. Well, we're getting old. Like, we talk about movies in the early 2000s and the 90s, and, like, when we were kids, those movies were made in the 50s, 30 years ago. Well, we work with some people that would look at us and go, what are you we talking work, about? We work with some, yeah, young people who are, like, don't understand what they're missing, quite frankly. Well, we're trying to enlighten them, but <laughs> I don't know if it's working. By the way, evil, watch Evil Dead 2, the original Evil Dead 2 that Sam Raimi made, not Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2 is... They're kind of the same movie. They just had more money to make Evil Dead 2. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. The Montreal road trip is now sold out. The next Oilers Now road trip will be announced soon. On this day in 1987, the Oilers acquire the second overall pick from 1985 and future 50-goal scorer Craig Simpson, along with Chris Joseph, Dave Hannon, and Mo Mantha from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Do you remember who went the other way, Dave? The uh, current assistant coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Paul Coffey. And do you remember the other two people? I wouldn't have remembered this. Oh, boy. Dave Hunter? Yes. There was one other person. Oh, boy. I'm putting you on the... If you get it, it's incredible. Mo Mantha? No, he was We got him. Uh, Wayne Van Dorp. Oh, no. I would never get that. <laughs> and thanks to Brendan Escott for leaving the this day in order's history thanks for Thanks to Brendan Escott for many things. Well, he, he prepared most of this he uh, script today. So uh, that's good. I did very little. 
Uh, Frank Cervelli <laughs> is going to be back on on Monday for Horse Racing Alberta, and it'll be Mac T Mondays with Craig McTavish for Contract Equipment Limited. Bob's going to be back uh, hosting for that. All right, so you're doing inside. Thanks for doing inside sports for me tonight. What's yeah. coming up? Well, uh, we'll talk about the game, obviously. Give give my two cents, uh, and then uh, we'll talk with G.Y. Simon, the assistant GM of the Edmonton Elks. These free agent lists were uh, dropped today for all nine teams. The Elks with a tidy 18. The lowest list or the least amount of players really? are pending free agents. So that's good. So we'll talk to G-Roy about how does he feel about the roster and uh, also get his gauge on the Grey Cup. And, you know, I always say, and you say this too, how close are the Elks or the Oilers to, to the right. team that won? So I'll maybe pick G-Roy's brain about that as well. Here's a headline I just thought of. Oilers turn capitals into lower case. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, just smother the cheese on that one, eh? Go home and put on a T-shirt. All right, Dave, have a fun show. Thanks, buddy. Thanks to Derek Scott and Kellen Kennedy helped out as well, uh, the studio producer this evening. Oilers won at 5 nothing. Get more on that game, globalnews.ca, 630ched.com. we got a game broadcast on Sunday, 5.30 face-off show, puck drop at 7. Oilers home to the Ducks. My name's Reed. Have a great weekend. of Oilers Hockey.